For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. 2 a.m. last night, the uh, deal finally went through. James Harden is no longer a 76ers player. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some expiring contracts coming this way, some draft picks. I think I read a report uh, just a little while ago that apparently our ownership was the ones who got it, uh, who uh, talked to um, Josh Harris, talked to Steve Ballmer about the deal, and that's what kind of got it done. I don't know, maybe Darren Morey and Lawrence Frank couldn't get it done for whatever reason, but uh, yeah, Josh Harris is also he's been making deals uh, with the Commanders as well t- today. So apparently, he's getting involved in making trades uh, in, uh, in the NFL as long as well as with the Sixers. But what did you guys make of the deal when you guys heard about this this trade? Uh, were you guys happy with the trade? Did the Sixers want it? Uh, what, what was your kind of reaction? My first reaction was we could have did this a long time ago. That was my first reaction. Um, <clears throat> it took me a minute because when I first seen the deal, I didn't see it as in its entirety of what it is right now. I, I seen like bits and pieces of it. So mm. I, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. I mean, ultimately ultimately it comes down to what those first round picks turn into that's how it you know like to me this trade is really a wait and see is a question mark until we kind of see how that turns out yeah um the 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 you know the, the 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 other thing that came to my mind outside of the trade was what they committed to maxi being the primary ball handler like the way he started out, you really couldn't take the ball out of his hands. So I think he kind of put a little pressure on him from from that standpoint to not go away from that, and or ask James to be something that he hasn't been for the last ten plus years. So um, it, it made sense. I mean, we we spoke about that. I know I had spoke about that before. You know, like yeah, you decide who's going to be your primary ball handler. Um, so. 
I, I mean, I like what they got as far as the picks. Um, I'm not sure how, the players that they got, how they'll fit into the rotation. I'm, I'm not sure how that's going to go because um, some of them kind of look like the same player to me in some ways for us. Um, I think twin could help, but we don't know. Like, um, we, we don't really know how they're going to use them. Um, so it really comes down to are we going to flip those picks now or, or is this something we're going to do in the summertime? We don't know. But I, I do think when with people are saying this liking the deal, I mean, it also comes down to how much you value PJ because last year he was like the signing of the year. And like now people are like, yeah, get rid of him. So at the end of the day, some, I think something has to turn quickly because we did give up two stars. Even though James wasn't playing, he was a star. So we did give up two starters. So that's why I'm saying that I have to see how that those other picks are going to turn out ultimately to see, you know, how the trade really, really, really factored in. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable. Um, Jake Fisher just reported that um, rival execs think that we're going to move this year to, to cash in some of those picks that we don't want to waste. Uh, a prime year of Embiid. Like so immediately. Um, you, you I don't know. Like, about, probably not. Like we trade, we the, the salaries to become tradable from those guys. Right. We have to wait a couple months. Don't we? The 60 days. Yeah. On the trade you do. Yeah. We have to wait. Free agents, but yeah. Um, well, no, I guess technically not, players. not, not for them, but I think to get maybe players that haven't that that are going to have their that can be traded from other teams. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You had to wait 60 days for the season for those guys, but I thought a guy that was traded could be traded. But I, I mean, I think the biggest trade is to wait to wait for someone to become available that's maybe not at the present moment available. So maybe that's what he'll wait for. I guess some teams to maybe go through a disaster period and then they're available for, to us already. Um, I, uh, I guess I answered your question. So first of all, I, I, I think we went off the bat, not, not a win or lose with the Clippers. I'm not even going to do that stuff. Right. I'll just, I think we won just from getting rid of someone that not only wasn't performing for us, but literally a $35 million hole in our, in our roster. Like he, he wasn't playing. Um, and that money can be spent on people who can actually play for you. So off the bat, that's, you know, that's one. And then if you, if you factor in off the bat, you go right into people's pockets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Save space. Eric. Uh, Not only that, if you really go a step deeper, it's a $35 million distraction that we got rid of. So it's like you save money and you save issues and you save potential bigger issues because I mean I can only imagine if we look bad the last couple of games and we had to bring him back imagine if we, we were in that I, I think the fact that we look good helped us to be like all right you know do we can we really bring, I mean truth be told to everybody and you Eric we look good against teams we're supposed to beat well you could argue to we should have won the Milwaukee game though We, we, can we didn't get blown out. We didn't get blown out by a bully. 
You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? But I understand. But you know, we we we've got to be past the the moral victories. I understand. No, well, I was only countering you. We've only beaten. We had a lead with a couple minutes left. We had an eight point lead with a few minutes left and lost. It took thirty eight free throws from Damian Dame Lillard to like to beat us. So I you know I, I don't expect that to happen every time, but. Um, that was encouraging. That was our first game too. It was encouraging. I'll say that it was encouraging. Um, I think if we were zero and three and looked like dog shit, this would be a very different conversation we're having though. So yeah, we're beating teams we're supposed to beat, but those are teams that have the full allotment of players that they have under contract playing for them. We are at a disadvantage every time we show up for a game because we have a quarter of our salary dedicated to someone who's not there. So. We already show up and we're at disadvantage. Same with the Ben Simmons year. Like every time we showed up for a game, we were missing 40 million on our roster that other people get to have. So it was almost like a competitive advantage for every team against us. Um, not to say we don't have blame in that. We 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 put ourselves in the situation, but that is the that is the fact, right? Um truth be told to everybody and you, Eric, I don't know if you saw the original. We were gonna ask. Do we come back and bring James Harden off the bench if we have to bring him back? So, like, that was going to be our question before we had to switch up questions for this. But, like, we didn't – It's it would be so hard to bring James back with, with how we were playing because you don't want to take the ball away from Maxie's hand. So, how do you bring back such a ball-dominant player without upsetting your offensive chemistry? Well, thank goodness we don't have to answer that question anymore. Um It took Harrison Bomber to get that deal done. I, I, I When I heard that, I, I almost thought of, like – when I was a kid trying to get like a sleepover with a friend and like, you know, you put him on hold, run to your parents and be like, hey, can, can, can Brian come over and then sleep over? Like, eh, like you go back and talk to your friend again and go back and ask your parents. Finally, the parents are like, give me the phone. Let me, let me talk to his parents. We're just trying to have a cookout over here. We're having a good time. You know, the, the kids are going to play outside the back. And it's like, all right, fine. Like the dad had to get on the phone to talk to the other guy's dad to get the deal done because Maury couldn't do it. That's kind of the sense I got. Um, that that's the GM's job. I don't know if ego's got in the way, but yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's, that's, that's not uncommon for that to happen for, for ownership to, to take over on the deal and kind of agree to terms. I think the GMs and everybody laid a groundwork and they probably go to them like, Hey man, look, if you give me this, we'll do the deal. Um, because they're the ones paying the bill. So, it's no, it's no in between anymore. Okay, here's where we are. We're the stalemate. They want this, we want that. And more could say to Josh Harris, if we can get this, I, I'm fine with the deal. He go to Bomber and say, hey, my guy says if he can get this right here, man, we can get this deal done. He said, okay, well, we need this. Go back to more. Well, they just want this and they'll do it. I don't really want to do it, but you know, I'm fine with it. If you're fine with it. Let's, let's let's do it. Then you go and do it. You get it done because it's it's two people that are talking that make the decisions. Ultimately, make the decision, and it's it's no when, like when they're doing it. It's really no back and forth because it's like, dude, I make the decisions. Like I don't need to go ask somebody. <laughs> like you, you, the seriousness yeah. in it kind of kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Like it's okay, we're just talk so to let's get this done. Like like let's. It's time to get it done. Let, let's get it done. What do we need to get this done? Um, and and but that's that's it's, that's happened before. Um, someone brought up the last times it's, it's been done. 
Someone brought up the last trade that Maury got done that needed someone to step in for it was, I think, maybe his last deal as their GM, actually, as the Houston's GM, which is interesting. Um, I didn't do any fact checking on that, but I just thought that was that was interesting. Yeah, um, you just, it, you, but you just never know with that. Like that could have been a situation where he had to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like it had to go through that. Like you just never know on his way out how things were going yeah 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 things are obviously that turmoil already it wasn't like that did it right um yeah. in terms of value for value though i mean it's pretty comparable to what the blazers got in that deal for Bo to boston and drew so if you were to tell me when that happened we were going to get a similar package i probably wouldn't have believed you i mean in terms of value for value so you, you right said with the with the what the Blazers got back from Boston? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not total, because the Blazers okay. got a lot <laughs> overall. Uh, Blazers, yeah, they're, they're, they're covered full. Yeah, I mean, but the Blazers also got stuff from Milwaukee, though. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Boston. So total. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. stuff from Boston. Specifically just in the Drew Holiday transaction. Um, so, I mean, that, I'm pretty happy with that. We have three tradable first-round picks now. That's probably a comparable trade for, you know, as far as value. Drew and um, James, even though they aren't the same type player, but that's, you know, career-wise, James is, you know, top 75. But how they probably value now is probably on par. Yeah, I, mean, I guess when you factor in expiring contract, he's not even under contract pass this year. Um, no, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, year. like, on how – their value right now. I'm just. I'm not talking about careers. I'm talking about like right now. The value is probably around the same. Like if they were to go in the open market with no other issues, James would probably get a little more, but it wouldn't be you know like a huge difference. Is what I'm saying. See, really, really, you think so? I think Drew would get more right now. You think James would get more right now? No, I said if there was no issues involved. Oh, James oh, just oh, gave oh, you oh. 20 and 11, man. Like, why do we keep oh, forgetting? Oh, oh. Yeah, but uh, okay, but like we keep knocking this guy like saying he's I, I this guy know, saying he's washed and he had 20 That's like saying my my I would love to be watching you. I hear you on that, but that's like saying your Porsche gets 600 horsepower, but it's in the shop three three weeks out of the month. Okay, so like what good is a three what good is 600 horsepower if you can't stay it on the road? So, so we can say that same thing about Joel. But we can't that's though, because Joel hasn't gotten kicked off three franchises. Yes, we can't gotten we, it, it just it's just different reasons though, but we can say the same thing. But Joel hasn't forced a trade from three franchises. But it doesn't matter. You're talking about him not being available. Yeah, he has part been available of that is it's his fullest, but he hasn't been available until his fullest. In any, it, when was the last time in the playoffs he was available, fully available? In, but injuries are one thing. Not wanting to play for your franchise is another. That's two different things, right? I understand, but you're you're saying you're saying. Being not being available, yes, not being available. But I'm saying being available for any reason. You're just talking about a guy not being available because he wants to be traded. I'm yeah, the reason behind it, no matter what it is, yeah. you can yes, you can say that it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Joel's missed a lot of games, and I've always said I trust him. I trust his game, but his body has failed him a lot. I agree with that, but wanting out for good from your franchise in your city and like, I'll be back in two weeks from my injury 
are a little different in my book. Like, I mean, I, I know Joel will come back to Philadelphia. Yeah, I understand. I, no, no, I understand. You're, but you're, but what you're talking about is the person. I'm talking about the time out. Yeah, I'm talking about. See what the, I'm saying? The reasons behind. I'm just the talking about missing time and missing time in general. And you're talking about why they're missing. Time. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah. Saying? You're talking about the absence. I'm talking, absence. About, I'm talking about the reason yes. why they're absent. Yes. Yes. Um. Sixty-five million dollars to spend this offseason. Assuming we don't make any trades, but we probably will at some point. And then, um, I like the role players we have too. You, uh, you, you take what we have right now without Harden, and you add Rocco, Morris, Batum, Martin. Very serviceable role players. Um, I don't miss the Tucker absence as much because we kind of between Bev and like these guys, we kind of got Tucker fill-ins. I, I think so. I'm not that upset about that. it. I would. I would. I wouldn't go that far. I would not. Because I don't think they have anyone that can possibly guard that you can put on Joker. That's different. We play him on Joker some. We played him on Giannis. So so the best two players in the league that we're going to face, he defended. None of them players that came can do that. True. So I think it does matter. I'd love to see who the Clippers put on uh, Joker throughout the game. They might have put Rocco on him, actually. Not to say he shut him down because he didn't, but I mean, but the Clippers, but the Clippers also have way more size across the board in the forward position. In the garbage. Yeah, we have them all. We have them all now, Eric. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like they had more switching, trapping. Like they had a different style of defense. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Because they were they were going small against them against against Denver. Yeah. Whereas most yeah. people, you know, couldn't do that. They were going small. And saying it publicly, we're going small, trap and rotate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as far as your other question about starting, um, it's pretty early. I could see Rocco starting, possibly moving Harris to three. And then Batum, Morris, and Martin stay on the bench. That's kind of what happened in L.A. Rocco played four, and then um, those other guys were on the bench. Um, but I see Morris also filling some of those shoes left by Tucker, too, once he gets out there. Um, Martin can fill depth at three. Batum can fill depth at four. We have a lot of depth. We have a lot of depth in an already competitive roster with two 25-30-point scores. It's good for the time being. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't see how all these guys can play because they, they, they're sort of all with our team fitting in the same role with our team. Um, the way Kelly's playing off the bench, he's going to play. He's going to play yeah. probably more minutes than the starting three. Mm-hmm. So you decide who you want to start at that position. Are you saying Tobias is going to be more three and you play somebody else at four or is Tobias still your four and you start somebody at three? So I think, or, or maybe you, do you start Kelly? Like, I don't know. Do you start him? Um, When he's had good success coming off the bench, but I, I know his minutes are going to be starters minutes the way he's playing. So, so that being said, I don't know how you can play all of those guys while also having Maxi playing the way he's playing, you have Melton and you mm-hmm. have Bev. Like I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, some of these guys aren't going to play. Yeah, maybe two of yeah. them aren't going to play. I you would guess Paul. Reed, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just, I, 
I, I, I got to say at least two of them, it's going to be hard to get on the court. I would guess Covington so kind of goes in the top of It's going to be interesting to see which two they kind of choose. I think they will get Batum a, a shot with his versatility. And, you know, he, he's probably uh, – I wouldn't say he's necessarily the best three-point shooter. He's probably been the most consistent career-wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, Covington gets tricky. Yeah, he, he makes shots, but I think he's not as versatile, especially – Position wise, as Batum was, you know, I'm, I'm obviously he's an older player. I think he said this was his last year. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I got, I have to see how we're going to blend them in and how we're going to play them, and and who's going to be in that rotation. Maybe it, it may be a figure it out as you go thing. Yeah, maybe so. Apparently, uh, Batum was a big sticking point for the trade, too. Lou didn't want to get rid of uh, – he didn't want to part with uh, Batum. Yeah, because he gives them – he has some flexibility with him. He mm-hmm. can play with all of his guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can play with – he play with Russ. He can play with Kawhi. He can play with Paul. He can play with James because coming in. Like, he, he can play with all those guys. And you can move him around. Um, you got to take luxury in, in having a guy that – you can plug and play with a lot of different lineups. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I mean, we, we have a lot of versatility and a lot of options to go with starters and not starters with these, uh, with all these, uh, these guys. Um, yeah. And now we got a, but we, we got a bunch of these, we were talking about having wings like this for a long time. And now we got, now we got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Obviously, this is, the, this is the big news uh, of the day, and we've been waiting for this to happen for a while. But um, since our last show, we had the back-to-backs this weekend, uh, beating the Raptors 114-107 to and then beating the Blazers 126-98. to um, Just reaction uh, off the, the back-to-back wins. What are, you, what are you guys noticing from this team um, so far uh, this season? What are you, what are you liking? What are you, what are you not liking so far, what you've seen? Small sample size. Um, I mean, the only thing I didn't like in the Portland game was we gave up 60 points in the first half. Like, that's like, I felt that was kind of like for a team, and then all of a sudden they can't get, can barely score 50 in this, you know, like 40 or something, whatever they scored in this second half. Like, I thought that was too much for a team that, that I've seen struggling in their first couple games. Um, other than that, I think offensively we're playing really, really well. Um, and that's what happens when you have Joel playing the way he played, and then you have Maxi, you know, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. You know, so teams are hard hard to defend when you have two guys playing at that level, because now all of a sudden you got to put so much attention on one guy. Now you got to do it on the second guy. So yeah. everyone else is pretty much getting wide open shots. You already know it. So you got to kind of choose who you want to shoot and try to force their offense into certain guys shooting it, but you can't always execute that. You need certain defenders and certain type of players and certain system and role in order to make that happen. Um, so I think, you know, offensively playing really well, um, defensively playing well, and I think in spurts. I think we have some times where we, like like that first half in Portland and, and you know, the end of the game um, in Milwaukee at times, um, but 
I still I think what we're doing now, we're still playing like we're one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, and that's ultimately what you want. Um, now that we moved on from James in that situation, hopefully we'll get this group in and whatever move we're going to make and, and build off of that. But I think you um, – we're still establishing ourselves as a top team. I mean, I know most people and ourselves <laughs> in there think that we're currently behind Milwaukee and Boston, but we can still beat them. You know, but just currently because we didn't know how everything was going to play out. But now that it's playing out, like we 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 are like those teams that we can compete, we can compete, we can we can defend, we can we have a top player, we have a, a number two option is really, really good. Like we're on we're on par with those other teams. Maybe our one two punch isn't quite like Milwaukee's, but our one two punch is not far behind. Um, so you remember that third quarter stat from last year? Where we like lose every single third quarter, the third quarter curse. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, total opposite. We're winning third quarters by an average of nine points every, every game. Um, yeah. we've won every second half, uh, this, this year so far on well, three games. Um, as far as some other small takeaways, I, I noticed, uh, Love the 19 to three assist to turnover ratio Maxi has. Can't ask for much better than that. Uh, 20 rebounds in three games for Maxi. Also, I was not expecting that. Um, Melton, despite two really poor shooting performances, averaging five assists per game. So that also helps up the playmaking aspect. Um, and two, almost two steals a game, which I, it's also great. So it's good that he can contribute in other ways when his shot's not falling. Um, and B, we talked about this seven assists per game, three blocks per game. So he's really showing up defensively. Um, and even if he doesn't get the block, I've seen so many where he contests it and the guy misses it because he's just worried about his presence there. Um, and after a opening night seven turnover game for Embiid, um, he's at four total the last two games. So that's a nice improvement to see him kind of correct that, do some adjustments. Um, as much as I like Maxi's rebounding, Harris's rebounding is a little lower than I like, averaging five a game just out of the gate. It's a little too low for me, especially if Embiid isn't grabbing 15 rebounds in a game. We're gonna be we're gonna get beat pretty bad off the boards. Um, Harris's offensive numbers overall are pretty good on limited shots. He's averaging 20 per game on 10 shots per game to open up the season. I mean, he's shooting six of 11 from three. He's incredibly efficient right now. I hope that continues. And Ubre obviously hitting uh, double figures each game. And active hands, two steals per game as well. Um, I mean, the group has played so well together as far as the chemistry they're showing so early on. Um, it's just a great situation where we're adding on new competent depth to our team um, to an already really fluid, uh, the dribble handoffs I love. Um, I love all the movement. I've noticed the off ball. I've noticed the the cutting. I, I've seen it, and it's, it looks good so far. I'm, I'm – Really happy about the product. Erica, in the offseason and last year, MB referenced the whole, I want to be more of a playmaker. Um, and his assist numbers are, are through the roof so far this year for him, seven assists per game. What have you noticed from that role that he said he wanted to be be more of this year, more of the playmaker type? What, what have you noticed from this year to last year well, uh, with his play? I don't, I, don't, I don't really think that he's playmaking per se. Um, I think he just has – the ball in situations where he's able to score, you know, shoot, pass, dribble. 
um, but not necessarily coming down and then running the play and like, oh, you draw this W. You, you, he's drawn attention just from his presence. I think I think the one thing that and I've seen the stat is like they've cut down a lot of their pick and roll action. And I think that those extra opportunities from not being a pick and roll puts the ball in Joel's hands to maybe make more passes than instead of receiving and shooting. Um, you know, a dribble handoff is instead of is ba- a dribble handoff is basically a pick and roll, but the big has the ball. So instead of the guard having the ball, you set the screen, you're receiving. Now all of a sudden you're, you have the ball and you're good getting all this attention and you're able to dribble handoff and guy can come off and Max can come off. And now all of a sudden, instead of a guy dribbling, you that, that becomes an assist instead of just a screen. So that's where it's kind of different. And from that aspect of that aspect, and that's how you get, that's how your assist increase. So I think it, the, the fewer pick and rolls, like true pick and rolls, I think it's helped from that standpoint. But, you know, I, I still want – I want to see how they're going to figure out how to get Melton more involved. The other spot that P.J. was in, I, I still think that player is going to be a, ultimately a corner three guy, um, whoever yeah. they choose choose to be. Um, but I think Melton is a guy that, you know, because – yeah, Maxie's numbers are up, but, but you know we still lost a guy that averaged twenty and ten. You know what I'm saying? Like we still lost that guy. So you you can feel however you want to feel about him. He he did average twenty eleven with us, whatever it was twenty and eleven, on a team that had the third best record in the league. So I think at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, as the season goes on and things happen, that that we're gonna have to make that up somewhere. Yeah. Do you see do you see a noticeable difference as far as like I guess the 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 ball movement and and kind of the ways everyone was talking about this offseason everyone was kind of you know praising Nick Nurse's system I mean do you see do you see the difference Yeah I mean I, I I see what I see is I see difference in the ball movement movement from how the Sixers play but I don't see a difference in how the game is played around the NBA I think it's very similar to the way the other teams play and have played and are playing. So I don't think it's an inventive system that it's just just the Sixers running this system. It's a system that when I was in the G League, the Mavericks was doing the same thing. So it's very similar to that. Right. It's just different from what the Sixers were doing. Gotcha. Yeah, different. He didn't invent it is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like, yes, I mean, it's, it's not a system that wasn't already in the league. They're not doing anything that I hadn't already seen. I, I just haven't seen it. You just haven't seen the Sixers do it. They were just yeah. more of pick and roll, you know, throw it to a guy. Like they were just more we're different just structure. Jumping to Joel. Yeah, it was different structure on how to get there. But like I always told you guys, no matter whatever actually you do, you're still trying to do the same things. ISO, post up, um, pick and roll. You can call it a pick and roll. DHOs, they're all the same. You're all trying to get to that same spot, no matter how you run your offense. Yeah, I feel like uh, 
I feel like there was there was a lot of this Nick Nurse system like, acting like uh, you know he it's a, he was the one who invented this, uh, this West Coast offense like Bill Walsh of this scheme that he runs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got I, just, I haven't seen anything that I hadn't seen, a, a, you know, a long time ago. It's like this is people have been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, some teams you get, some teams you kind of their their top player is so good and so ball dominant that you kind of get stuck just. Basically, everything's off of the, played off of them. But if you go and you watch some other teams, I mean, go to State's been moving without the ball. They've been doing this type of stuff that we're doing f- for the last eight years, ever since they started winning. Yeah. Well, start winning championships. I'm sorry. They were winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're going to get to our final topic here. So the Sixers are already right off the back in a play. The Raptors for the second time this year, this time at home. Um, so I don't, I don't know the spread. The spread hasn't come out yet uh, for this game. Uh, it's tomorrow night. Um, or no, Thursday night, I believe. Yeah, uh, Thursday night. Oh, yeah, it's on TNT. Uh, who do you guys have in that one? I'm assuming we're going to see some of the uh, the new guys come over and, uh, and, and play in this one. We're, we're going to need to. We've already, we've already, we've already cut uh, Danny Green, some of the other guys in the squad. Well, I mean, yeah, you had to make a roster spot. Um, I think we we're we're gonna win. I think we're cover whatever spread it is. Um, I think we are we're in a good rhythm right now. I think we can get them. We're in a good rhythm. I think we're past them, and I mean, we're past kind of all this, the things that were going on. Um, it'd be interesting to see if you know if the guys do play, new guys do play, and how many we play. Like I said before. I think that matter, that matters, but I, I still don't think we're going to slow down for what we've been doing. I think we have some days off. We'll come out rolling and 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 get this one handled. Deja, uh, there's some rumors out there that uh, OG Ananobi is uh, one of the guys that I think uh, Chris Mannix said we're going to be looking into uh, OG Ananobi um, and playing us for the second time this year. Here we go. Name is like the most wanted guy in the world. Um, you know. Well, well, that was the report. Man, Manic said with the, with the picks, with the picks we're getting. My we're getting, son was uh, like, yeah, "He fits our team." I'm like, "Why everybody keeps saying he fits our team?" Like, I don't get it. Who uh, <laughs> Anobi? Yeah, I'm like, what is it? What does he do? It just fits. Someone our team. Who, like, why is his name? Someone who, why is his it's name someone who like, can like, Go ahead. Sorry. What? what? No, I said someone whose name is like always been brought up in trade talks. Like, not just with us, like with a lot of teams. Like, what yeah. what makes him? Is it his salary? I know maybe Tasia. You know, you can do that. Or like, what is it? Well, for the past few years, it has been his salary related to how good he's been, like how how, how much he's progressed over the years. But like, that's he's going to opt out this year, so it's going to be. I mean, that's pretty much a contract year for him. He's not going to stay at whatever he's making now, he's going to opt out and try to sign a bigger deal. Um, I, I think he's just easily adaptable to a lot of different teams. He, he's, he's a, he's long. He can play two and three. Um, he's big, but he can guard like your other team's best wing. Um, he doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. And he's a good three point shooter. I think with guys like that, who've gotten better every year, um, especially when they were on a great contract. Yeah. That's why everyone was calling him about him, but, that's why I think he's really easy to fit in now. He's a guy we could put on Tatum, you know, like 
we need that. So um, that's that's probably why we're – and he's someone who can score 15 to 18 and not have the ball – not need the ball in his hands a lot. He can just take open jumpers, create a little bit when, when other guys are cold, but in general he just locks down. 15 to 18 on this team? Yeah, sure. I would assume at that point Melton is not going to take a bigger jump in points per game. Yeah, that's we what I'm saying. Like 15, 18, like somebody got to get less now. Just, you know, just ask. Yeah. And I would assume, who knows? Would I say 15 to 18? I mean, like. I mean, somebody- Going yeah, I mean, forward, right? I mean, somebody else is going to have to go. I mean, I just, I mean, if a guy like him yeah. is coming, all I'm saying is it, they're not just going to take just him. I mean, somebody else is going to have to move. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, I, I personally, I don't know. I, I'm, I've talked about Tobias and I've given crap about his contract and, and all, but I've always said I'd love to have him back like next year and beyond at a, at a favorable deal, obviously. Um, like a Harrison Barnes type contract. Favorable um, for who? Well, for all parties. What do you mean? I mean, he doesn't have to move his entire family. He gets to stay at a good market rate. I mean, you know, I think Harrison Barnes is a he's good basketball. He's not going to live in Philly when he's finished playing basketball. I mean, no, but I mean. What are you talking about? Well, every, every other day there's an article from like a, you know, someone's wife complaining about getting traded and having to like take their kids out of school and stuff. So it's, 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 it's an inconvenience, right? Like people don't like to be traded in the middle of the season unless they hate the city, unless you're James Harden. Um, but for the most part, people don't like being uprooted. He's been here for what? Like, and it's close by. He's from well, he's from New York, right? So it's close. New York guy. It's close to he New said York. People's right? wives were I mean, what? Doing, people's wives were doing what? Well, Batum just complained. Batum's wife just complained a lot. Drew Holiday's wife like went off about like how it's like, you know, insensitive and no one gives a crap about players' families being uprooted and, and moved. Well, I, I, didn't all take, I didn't take 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 Drew's wife as complaining about being traded. I thought I took hers as about being how they went about trading like no communication no kind of letting him know that's what i thought was the issue well but tombs i think was certainly about being moved um yeah i mean but you can't i mean you know play i get it i get i get you upset but they they don't care man they paying you you know made hundred million dollars, man. I ain't gonna sit yeah. up here and lose any sleep over trading you, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're not losing any sleep. No matter who what they post, they're not losing any sleep. So that salary's not changing. They're not they're not losing any sleep. But I think Harrison Barnes is a fair comp for Tobias's next contract. I, I don't I don't think that's far off. Player for player, I think it's pretty fair comp. Um, I mean, I mean, that's I, I can see that, but you know, just to buy, yeah, he gets what he, he, he gets, what he gets, yeah, no, totally, and does, he gets what he gets, and, and does Tobias still want to be there because, yeah, those are things that Harrison wanted, you know what I'm saying, yes, um, so it'll come down to that a little bit. But if you look at the way Maury always built those rocket teams, I know it's different because no James and whatnot, but he usually went cheaper on the four position over the years 
and he liked the Covingtons of the world. He liked the like. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. You can do that with James. You could do that because of the way they play. They they basically played four around one um, with a high pick and roll, and then the big rows and that guy. Everybody shot threes, so you can do that because you can find a a four that can spot up and make some shots or get them to start shooting corner shots um, in that system. Coming, but coming to you can't do that every. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You I'm, can't do that. Covington's anymore. one of those guys they had for that. Yes, but it was it's different because of how they're playing. So now you're the way you're playing now, you, you can't do that because you're not guys aren't just standing behind the line while one guy plays and you set a pick and roll and you kind of find the weakest link and you go after it. Like that's not what they're mm-hmm. doing right now. So you can't really like Tobias is not going to score twenty points a game just catching the shoot. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I could just, um, yeah. As far as the Raptors, I think we win. I'm expecting another big game from Maxi and Embiid. Um, I think Melton has a bounce back game. Uh, he had open shots that he just missed. He was one for seven for two points, but I think he, uh, I think he bounces back a little bit this one. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's um that's third that's a Thursday game, and I believe our next game is Saturday again. Um, the, the schedule's be kind of wonky for us. Been all over the place. Yeah, back to back in yes. four days off. Yeah, interesting. Yes, yeah, so we have um so yeah. So Thursday, uh, we're hosting the Raptors. Saturday, one o'clock, we are hosting the Suns. And then Monday, the Wizards. So when we, when we see each other again on Friday, we'll be uh, talking uh, Suns and Wizards. That's, the Suns is 1 o'clock? 1 Suns o'clock on Saturday. O'clock? Yeah, so t- 10 o'clock for you guys on that's the West Coast. That's not National TV? It's not uh, national just, TV? No, it's not. I'll be on the that's National not? TV. That's no, so weird. Raptors game, I, I said TNT earlier. Not, like on, the not, on, the, not on the college football Saturday. not going to have that game on National Where are you going to put it? That's true. Yeah, that's true. They could put on NBA TV, right? Like an NBA TV one o'clock game. Yeah, it probably is going to be on NBA TV, but I'm just saying, like that's it's not a you know. Yeah, so the Thursday night game that's uh, that's eight. NBA TV. Yeah, I misspoke. It's a TNT earlier. That that's on NBA TV. So that's going to be competing with, competing with the other, uh, the Thursday night football game on Thursday. Yeah, so it, t- TNT is Tuesday until NFL football is over. Hmm. Yeah. No. Anyway, yeah, that's weird, but we'll have a, that's a, that's a good test to me. If uh, Beal, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that on Friday. But if Beal and Booker play, that's gonna be a big test for us. Another, another good squad. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys Friday as we uh, preview the uh, the Suns game and also discuss how the uh, the new uh, the, the new look uh, Sixer squad looked uh, Thursday night. So, see you next time. Later, guys. All right, take it easy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.